Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. That's what she said. <laughs> What's up, besties? This is Danny J. And this is Jill Coleman. And we are coming to you from the Vegas studio Woo-hoo! in the same spot. We're in live, live it, mode. Vegas. We're live, which means you're not getting a video. Sorry, guys. No <laughs> video on this one. The part is when we're live, we're not on video. <laughs> that just sounds like it'd be way too much work and set up. It would be a and lot of work. We'd have to have a camera. We'd have to do it like Girls Gotta Eat Do It, where they sit on a couch and yeah. then they have like a massive just thing yeah. of them talking at each other on a couch. <laughs> so what are you doing in Vegas? Um, I was just here for my mom's birthday weekend, which her, which her birthday was back December, but it was a big birthday. She turned 70. And she was funny because we usually do a girls weekend and we've done one like every year since we were actually saying our first one ever was in 2010. And it was in Vegas. Oh, no way. Because we were like, oh, the first time I ever came to Vegas was with her. And we were looking back through pictures and I was like, oh, it was in 2010. So anyway, long story short, we've done girls weekends. And then of course, because of lockdown, we didn't do them for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so then I said, well, it was your birthday too. I want to take you somewhere. So we were kind of thinking about different places. We're talking about spas and, you know, just different things that we could do, like different resorts. And then it was so funny. We like hadn't even exhausted all options. She just goes, I mean... Should we just go to Vegas? Like as a last resort, I was like, I guess. I'm always down to go to Vegas. It's yeah. going to be hot in August. But, you know, it was actually a really fun weekend because there's just so many things to do in Vegas. Yeah. Like we didn't stay up past 10 o'clock any night, but we went to shows. We ate good food. You know, we went to see the Barbie movie. It was just like, it was just such a fun weekend. We had saw some great shows and it's just like there's so much to do. Did you actually do any spa thing? No, we didn't do a spa. Yeah. I know. So next time we're talking about you doing that. But um, so it was fun. And then... Um, we did the pool one day and then, and you know, it's, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but like my mom and I were sharing a room. Maybe this is going to make everything really awkward, but like, I kind of like just get changed in front of her. I yeah. don't know. Would you get changed in front of your mom? Like, would you have? Cause I'm like, uh, you, so. I'm like, you literally made this body. Right. So like, <laughs> I mean, I get dressed in front of my girlfriends all the time. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of like, not that I was like walking around naked constantly, but like, you know, you just kind of like get changed. It is. I mean, I probably would get changed. I'm not sure if I'd shower in front of her, but then again, at the end of her life, I was showering her and seeing her naked. And I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. So I kind of just got over stuff. So I probably, although I can never picture. I'm also just not modest. I can never picture myself going on a a trip weekend with my mom. Yeah. It just would have been a very weird thing. My mom is really chill. Um, super laid back. She's been retired for 15 years. Like she just plays golf and like, you know, does whatever. So yeah, she's just, she's easy. She's really fun. Yeah. And you know, but I will say, and I got some messages. I got a lot of messages actually from people on, on my story saying like, Oh, your mom's so cool. And like, whatever we didn't, we weren't super close growing up, you know, where I'm, I was not one of those kids who was constantly calling their mom and saying, I love you on the phone. And yeah. like, we just never had that relationship. She was always more of like a disciplinarian, like worked hard, very stoic. Um, it's only been in the last, like, since she's, you know, retired that we've actually spent quality time and 
So I was wearing like this kind of skimpy bikini at the pool. And then I was wearing like some short dresses. I mean, it's Vegas. Like anything goes. If you have a skanky dress, you wear it in Vegas. Like, <laughs> otherwise, where else are you going to wear it? Yeah. So I was getting some comments from people saying like, wow, your, mo- your mom must be really cool. I would never wear something like that in front of my mom. And it was interesting because I didn't even really think twice about it. You know, she kind of made a couple comments. They weren't like rude comments, but she was just like, I mean, you work really hard for that body. Like you, you like basically saying like you deserve to wear that yeah, because yeah. you work so hard for that body. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. Like that as a grown your, woman, yeah, that we would, st- we would still be worried about showing too much skin in front of our moms. In front of your mom. And is it disrespectful? Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. I want to go back to answer that, but she said something on your story because you shared that, like, I wouldn't wear that one for my mom. What did she say? She's she like, said, as long as, long as I walk, walk behind, behind her. her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I, I was that like kind of getting hit on quite a bit, like yeah. just like cat called and stuff yeah. like that. And people being like, I want to get married tomorrow with come, you know, like just yeah. stuff like that. So I think she was a little bit like, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah. So it's interesting because I saw the comments and I was thinking, yeah, I'm not sure if I would wear that in front of my mom either. And I was thinking about the reasons why. And I know, and it's funny because I even, like I posted a photo maybe a few months after she died. And I was like, I would never, I know if I posted this, my mom would send me a message like, why are you posting this picture? It's immodest. She's very much about being modest. And I think that I probably wouldn't wear that because I would be wanting to avoid the inevitable annoying things that she would say about it, right? I'd be like, oh my God, like, mom, do we need to talk about this? This is what I'm wearing. And so I feel like maybe people wouldn't dress like that because they would just want to control this, the narrative. Like, so mm. they don't have to deal with whatever their mom's going to say. Yeah. Now that all being said a few years back and this, I really learned this from you was you, you were like, let's just like, let her have the experience. Like, what's she going to say? It was when I was getting my tattoo. I just moved to Santa Monica and I was getting tattoo work in Vegas. And so I was going to stay at her house and I'm like, I don't want my mom to know about this. And then you were like, what happens if you just tell her? And I'm like, I don't know. She'll probably say she hates it or why am I doing that? And really like the question was asked to me and I was like, yeah, it's a good point. What is she going to do? I mean, I already expect that she's going to be annoyed by it. So I was like, fuck it. I came home. She was like, where you been? And normally I was, I was literally thinking about a lie. Like, oh, I was hanging out with my friends. Well, fucking 35 years old. <laughs> hanging out with my friends, mom. Um, and I was like, oh, I got, I got a tattoo. And she just goes, oh. And that was it. And I was like, what? She didn't do anything. And then I went back and this tattoo is very large and it took multiple sessions. Finally, on the last one, she was like, I think she said something like, are you done now? Kind of just like, is that it? Like, it's kind of getting a little much, but it wasn't a big deal. And I was kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's about done. (laughs) And so the whole reason for hiding it was the fear of having to deal with the uncomfortable conversation or having to justify. And I think that like, to your point, it's like, we're all adults. Why do we need to keep hiding that stuff? And it was, I just, I did start to rip the bandaid off more on things like told her about ayahuasca. I started being a little bit more ballsy on talking about things like that. Dress though was one of the last Mm. things that would be. And I did notice when I lived with her the last um, months she was alive, because we were there all the time, like there'd be times I'd go to her house and I would pay attention to what I was wearing before I got there just to avoid any annoying accusations, I guess is what it felt like about my immodesty. Like she would make comments just about a tank top and shorts or something. So I would generally try to dress in something I thought she couldn't say shit about, even though she still inevitably would find shit to say. 
Um, but since I lived at her house, I couldn't really do that. And there were times I walked out of the bedroom just wearing something. I'm like, I know she's going to say something, but whatever. And she didn't. And I think that's in part due to whatever part of her brain was affected <laughs> helped cut out some of the judgment and she was a lot better. But I would say for most, I, and that's for most, but I'd say for the people who probably said they wouldn't dress like that in front of their mom, mm-hmm. I think it's probably about the parents' comments that mm-hmm. they're afraid of. I'm sure it's that. It's a disapproval, yeah. right? And I think that's, I think that actually is my point. Like, that's actually my point, which is at some point you're going to disapprove, you're, you're going to disappoint your parents, yeah. you know? And I think I was lucky because I did have, I really did disappoint them and had the big disappointment moment um, in my early 20s when mm-hmm. I just wanted to stay in fitness and they didn't want me to. And so I think because I went through that so early, I was kind of just like, because I look at the actual consequences. First of all, I'm not living under their roof, so they can't be like, you can't stay here anymore. I don't rely on them financially, so they can't cut me off money-wise. Yeah. Like, what's the actual <laughs> consequence? The only consequence would be, to your point, being just enduring yeah. the disappointment or dis- or the uh, disapproval. And at that and I guess that's my whole point is like, I think just rip that bandaid off. And I'm not saying this works for everybody, but I understand because it's funny because I brought this up to Keith because he, his grandmother was very, she's uh, passed away and I never met her, but she was very religious, like so religious. She always say that she was like married to Jesus. Like that's how like religious she was. And I would say like, well, did you guys ever just like, I don't know, do you ever like cuss in front of her? Like at some point you got to show your parents who you are. And she goes, no, because I just feel like it would be really disrespectful. disrespectful. It, and like, here's this woman, she's in her eighties. Like, I'm not going to like, you know, drop motherfucker like in front of her. And you know, and I was like, I understand that actually. But if it's your parent and you spend a good amount of time with them, at some point you have to show them who you are. And it doesn't mean you need to like walk around in your skimpiest clothes. And you know, obviously everyone could take it at the, at the pace that they want, but I can just tell you how much closer I feel mm-hmm. to my parents now that they truly know me. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I don't feel like I'm having to hide stuff. You know, um, you know, we're in Las Vegas, of course, weed is legal. You know, I had edibles I was taking every night before bed and like, we're just talking about it. And I was kind of like, it was even so funny because we went to this bar and there's this bar in Vegas called the Chandelier Bar and they have an off menu drink. And if you've ever been there, you guys have to go and you have to get the off menu drink. So it's a secret drink. And part of the experience of having the drink is there's an edible flower. So it's a real flower. It's called a buzz button and you can eat it. And it basically like numbs your entire mouth and it's supposed to make the drink, the flavors in the drink come out a lot more. So I said, Oh my God, we need to do this. If you're going to go get the secret drink. So then I'm telling her it's an edible flower. She already ate it. And I was like, yeah, it's an edible flower. And so she goes, Oh, I go, it's a flower that you can eat. She goes, oh, I thought it might've been edibles. And she's telling me this after she already ate it. I was like, no, I would never like sneak a weed gummy <laughs> into your drink and not tell you. So even stuff like that, I think it just normalizes it. And and I also will say that I think it takes away from the, I think the, the disapproval is less when you're doing well in life, right? Like, I think that's a big thing of it too. It's like, what's the context? So when I tell my mom, like, yeah, I do like weed every night before bed, if I wasn't having the success that I would have, right, yeah, there yeah. would be a lot more judgment around it. It's like, well, I guess you can have weed and like still do well in life, you know? That's so I think sure. the context probably matters as well. That's for sure. I would say if you were <laughs> doing weed and you were like, you know, struggling and, uh, you know, living in a dingy apartment. Right. Then you're like, see, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. like you're, you're a stoner. That's a good point. But to your point about Keith's grandmother, that was the other thing I was going to say was it's about respect a little bit. And that's something that when we, when Jeff and I lived in my parents' house while my mom was 
uh, recovering from her brain surgery, we slept in separate bedrooms because they wanted us to because we weren't married. And out of respect for their home and their beliefs, we did. Now, it's tricky because it's like, you guys know we're adults and that we hook up and that we stay in the same bed when we're not at your house, but okay, whatever. And so it's kind of one of those, you're like rolling your eyes, we're like, this is their rules. And, and I will say, Jeff's parents, definitely I would pay attention to how I dress in front of his parents. And also if we had like, let's say drug paraphernalia, like weed gummies or we don't smoke a bong, but let's say if we had a bong, <laughs> like I would hide that before they came over versus my mom, I would probably be like, just leave it out and just for shock value, see what she say kind of thing. Yeah. So I think there's also, that's potential too. It's just like respect for them. And I think that's kind of underlying also not wanting, again, back to not wanting to hear like the, the, uh, the, what is it called? Like the lectures on it. Yeah, the disapproval, yeah. the disappointment. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's disapproval or disappointment because it's like it's just more. like for like my parents did know, right? They know we sleep together, but it's so at that point it's like it's not the disapproval or disappointment because like it's just know. the comments, the yeah. side comments, the but it's the yeah. cheap shots, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's as I'm thinking about it on the other side, like on the flip side. Let's say if it was Courtney. And I didn't raise her, but I also am thinking, okay, this is my daughter. I would not want her to be hiding a side of her. Also, I think I would know, right? If I see, she's not on social media that much, but I am. So my mom could have seen me on social media and then know when I show up at her house that I'm very different than online. So for that, there was not congruence there. So for me, it just made sense to start ripping off the bandaid. It's like if your parents are watching your social media stalking you, and then you show up different, they're gonna know. So it's just like, why don't you just be who you are? But yeah. it's tricky and it's it's really interesting. Well, I think actually to that point, yeah. not to cut you off, but I think to that point, a lot of people don't even show what they really want on social media because mm. their parents are looking, right? Like obviously you know, and I work with, I work with a lot of sort of beginners to online coaching and they're starting their social media and that's one of their biggest um, hindrances and biggest obstacles of getting started is like, who's gonna see this? And it's never like my followers, it's never people who are gonna ever be a customer or client. It's always like my grandma or my mom or my aunt or uncle like it's someone random it's not a lot of people by the way if you ask someone like who it is everyone knows who it is it's so true it's like another trainer at my gym or like they constantly feel whether it is about being themselves or Mm -hmm. a lot of people are worried their their science isn't right or they're worried that they're going to get called out for not you know saying something right or they've got something wrong that they're trying to share and it could be like who does this person think they are right as soon as you start like showing up on social if you're wearing stuff that's a little skimpy like which is interesting because I actually did share the bikini I was wearing (laughs) on social media got the most likes of any post I've gotten in a very long time. Of course, lost a ton of followers too. Um, But when you start sharing maybe that side of you, you know, you're always filtering it through what do I think that person is going to say? And I think the fastest you can just get over that disappointment or move past that, like rip the bandaid off and just let that person have the full experience of you, the happier you will be. Who gives a fuck? This person has no bearing on your success. And that's kind of what I said when I was, I, I went on my stories and I asked my mom, I said, people are a little bit, you know, wondering if you're cool with me wearing these sexy outfits. And that's what she said. Well, as long as you kind of like laughed about it. And, I just also said in the post, I would just wear whatever I was going to wear and let her have the, the reaction she was going to have, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's easy to say it on, on this side of it after I've already kind of like gotten to the other side. I think it's ha- really hard, but it, I do not think it's as big as people make it out in their minds. I'm wondering though, if your mom was different 
if it made her highly uncomfortable like she was, i think she was uncomfortable to be honest like i think she yeah. was a little bit like because one time i did go to i did go to florida one time and kind of the same thing as you and jeff sleeping in the same bed under mm-hmm. your parents roof i was staying with my mom and stepdad and we were going to dinner and i was wearing a romper and the romper was like long sleeves, but it was shorts and yeah. it was pretty short shorts. And both of them, I walk out of the room to go to dinner and both of them go, what are you wearing? <laughs> and I was like, what? And they're like, you're not wearing that. They're kind of like laughing. Like yeah. you, you think you're gonna wear that in Florida with all these people around? Like, oh my God. and I was like, oh really? And they were like, yeah, do you have anything else? Which is funny. Cause then I went back and I put something that had no sleeves and like a low V <laughs> and they were like, that's much better. <laughs> so it's just my big, my big thighs were offensive. I don't know. to the Floridians. <laughs> to the active adult community. Oh my God. But you did change. I did change. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, like they said something and, yeah. and but also I'm staying at their place. Yeah. We're going out with people they know. I don't want to embarrass them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So otherwise I would have maybe like trolled them a little bit more on it, but I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, See, and I think that's a fair thing. So it's like if it did, cause I was thinking if I wore some of the things you wore, I feel like it would have, my mom probably would have been like very uncomfortable if it made her uncomfortable enough, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to change because this is making it awkward. But also, like, why well, you got to fucking make it awkward. But <laughs> if it's like, if it's making it so awkward yeah. for you, I'm going to change. So really, really interesting. Uh, but uh, again, I don't think, like, I wouldn't want the person I care about to be putting on a different... Although, I will say this. So Jeff and I are trying to find a place to live. And we had an appointment at two o'clock to visit this house the other day. And one of our neighbors was like, Hey, my car is fixed. Can you give me a ride? And it was kind of on the way. And we didn't get the address. Long story short, we were supposed to drop off the kid and then go look at the house, but we didn't get to drop him off in time. And then they called us with the address. He's got like sleeve tattoos, uh, piercings in his lips, kind of looks like he's a great guy, but we're like, I was texting Jeff across the table. I was like, hey, I don't want like to see this person who owns the house and like have this young kid with us with like tattoos and stuff. I didn't want to be judged by him. So he's like, oh, he'll stay in the car. <laughs> and it's it was an interesting mm. thing because generally he's like, look at you with the tattoos. And I was like, yes. And I don't want to be boxed out, like not being able to get a place because they think some way about us or think that we're not responsible or something because we've got this like, why is this random guy with you guys? And so there was a moment that I had and I felt bad about it, but I was also like, I don't know if it keeps us from getting a house. Mm -hmm. I don't want this person to be with us. So anyway, it was just a weird scenario, but it was because it was literally based on how he looked. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's so interesting, (laughs) but I get that. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think that's, you know, unfortunately I think that is just our society as people make a judgment based on, and like you just said, when you qualified it, you're like, he's a great guy, yeah. right? Again, context matters. It's yeah. like, and that's what kind of sucks is like, you're allowed to have tattoos and piercings and wear, you know, quote unquote, like more sexier outfits. Yep. If you are like a upstanding citizen, mm. you know, and you're mm-hmm. taking care of shit and like, you're, you know, paying your taxes or whatever, you know, like, but if you're not, then all of a sudden so true. it's like, it's probably because of tattoos. <laughs> it's so Look at true. the clothes they're wearing, it's right? So like true. it's the, the frame really matters matters it was really interesting but yeah I mean and I don't think there's a right answer to this I think because my question to Danny and the reason why I even wanted to talk about this was is this 
our issue where we're just really scared of our parents still, you know, and like we're grown ass women and we're still scared to like show our parents who we are or, and, or is it a combination where there are certain instances where it's just easier to mm-hmm. just not, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to do it for shock value. It doesn't take away from like your experience. You're like, it's fine. Yeah. I just kind of got to the point where I was, because for me, it was really about my career. And I was like, look, I can't fake this. Like, I'm not going to like fake being interested in a job that you want me to do. And I'm like, not at all. Cause I'm going to be the one who has to do this job for my entire life. So I can't make that decision based on what you guys want me to do. That was very hard at 24, Yeah. you know, but I think because of that, all the other decisions were a lot easier because it was just like, this is who I am. And I even said like, Hey, I want your support, but I'm doing this with or without you. Yeah. And so I think you have to get to that point where you go, Hey, I mean, not that wearing a sexy dress is that big of a deal, but like, this is how I dress Mm -hmm. and I would love your support, but I'm going to do it with or without you. That was kind of my point on my stories was like, I'm just going to wear it and let her have her response. At the end of the day, your parents love you. You know, it's like, so I think it's okay to say like, Hey, I understand if you're uncomfortable, you know, and if you don't want to be seen with me in public or whatever that looks like, that's okay. But just so you know, I, I, it's a service that I'm showing you who I am. Of course, I don't know if a parent can even have that conversation, but that's sort of how I see it as like, I don't want my dad to, you know, not who I know who I am. I yeah. don't want my mom to not know who I am. It's not even about things making it easier for me. It's just like, would you have worn the same outfits if it was just you and your dad? Yes. <laughs> yep. And if you're listening, dad, <laughs> you know that I would. Oh, I've, I've definitely worn like very low cut things. And it's funny because I'll even ask him like this or something else. He goes that the other thing. <laughs> like, he, I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is just who I fucking am. I'm wondering like if it was flipped, like if you had a mom who was just kind of, I don't know, 60, 70, she was like flaunting it. If if you'd be like, mom, can you just put some more clothes on? You don't look like a mom. Or if you'd be like, go for it, rock it. I think I would be, personally, I'd be like, yeah, my mom's hot. Look at her. Yeah, totally. I think it just depends on the person. Like I think about your brother Connor and I think he would be like, mom, put something on. And then I think Brandon would be like, yeah, mom, show it off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it really depends on the the relationship between the parent and child too. Yeah, for sure. a lot of things. It is interesting to think about, but you know, I mean, I don't know, I guess at the end of the day, I'm just like, you shouldn't be scared of your parents. Yeah. You know, like if, if you're scared of your parents, that's an issue. If you're just like, look, I want to respect them and it's just easier not to, and it doesn't impact me all that much. Cool. But if you're like walking on eggshells around your parents and like, you want to spend time with them, I actually want to spend a lot more time with my parents now Mm -hmm. because they know me. You know, before I would just be like, it's the worst because I have to like be someone else and I have to pretend and I got to watch myself every second. I got to walk on eggshells. So I I think it does deepen the relationship. If you guys can come, can understand each other. Maybe you're you're not going to agree on something, but if you can just understand who each other is and just go, cool, that's just who they are. And I love them and I want a relationship with them. And that's the price we have to pay is that like, just to not agree on this one thing. I love that. I think that's, I think it makes a huge difference when you can rip off the bandaid. For sure. And let them be disappointed. Well, I'm sure we got some people listening who would be like, yeah, no, I would never do that. And (laughs) I would sooner die than wear something short in front of my parents. So be interested in your take, you guys, if you are in the Facebook group. We got a couple of reviews recently. Did we read those last time? We did. We read. Well, we also got a one star. Should we talk about that? Do we want to even give it any oxygen? I mean, anytime we get a one star, it's always... A single episode. to a single episode. Yeah. And it's generally a guest. And it's like some hater against a guest or something we've said. So... 
So anyway, that being said, uh, one star brings the entire rating down. So if y'all could go help us out, help some sisters out, go give us a five star. And uh, like we say, if you have a one star, shoot us a message and tell us what's up. Sometimes they just we just hit a nerve because that person who left us the one star did say like, I love this podcast. Yeah. It's just like some one little thing goes against someone's principle and then that's it. They just leave a one star. I will say, and I'll just give you guys this tip. If you want your, your rear to be taken seriously, leave a two or three star. Yeah. Like it's way more likely to be seen as legit. One stars are outliers. Like people are just <laughs> like, this person's just an angry yeah. person. And you know, I mean... I don't really agree with what she wrote, but if y'all want to want to read it, go for it and then leave us a five star. If you love it, tell us what you like about it and we'll go from there. That's all we got for you. All right, y'all. Thank you. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.